0: Welcome the editor, Niels Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, this is a, uh, this is a t- tough movie to watch at many times, and I'm sure a, t- a tough movie to make. And part of that is because it's different from a lot of movies. It's not like you, you know, you have a professional cameraman who works as a cameraman um, who's going out and working with the director. Um, so I mean, how did that? How was that making things different and difficult for you as an editor dealing with footage coming in from two soldiers, basically?
1: But first, I will say that I think the whole project was attractive attractive interesting for me and also the director Torstein Grud was that that was a condition that there wasn't the present of a, a white foreign crew where we came with all our pre justices. Uh, into flying in that we normally do because there's limited money and so we fly in and we are having our yeah, confirming what we already think we know. So that was the, the premise of this project it is here we don't have the No, that that was the strength. But of course, uh, the strength also contains the weaknesses. Uh, It's the flip side. And of course, the normal, what filmmakers on the shoot do, it is that they are finding narratives. They have characters because we know that the power of filmmaking is also that we can identify with somebody, that we can follow. So, of course, it was, how can we make this to a film? Because we didn't have the normal narrative structures where we understand a series of actions, that there is a setup, there is a consequence of action that leads to the next, or a character, who go through a development so of course that was a challenge but what we knew quite early it was that the what we did was that we made the character to the main character meaning how does these soldiers look at their worlds And uh, what was shocking for me, in a way, of course, you expect when it's about war, you know that there will be bodies and horrible things, but what was shocking was to me that war was an everyday experience for these guys. It was totally unsentimental. If I, if Torstein would have been out there or any other filmmaker, we would have had a a filter of a certain narrative put into the way we would narrate this story. And that was the whole challenge of that.
0: that. That reminds me of something you were saying earlier, when we were talking earlier. Yeah, okay. we don't want any uh, on-stage <laughs> injuries. Um, but you were talking earlier, and this is relating to what you're just saying, that because you're seeing it in this kind of unfiltered way, um, you know, it, it's, you're seeing it through the eyes of people who are having to make choices that most of us don't have to make. You know, they're faced with life or death choices, so you kind of have to be aware. You have to be inside their thinking in a way when you're watching it, or when you're editing it. I mean. Because, I mean, they will just look at a body and it'll be just part of their everyday experience. But you also have to think about how an audience might register that. So, yeah, it just kind of makes...
1: Of course, yeah. but of course, on one hand, our starting point is their images and their interpretation. But, of course, we have on the top of that made a selection... We have made an interpretation of that material in, we have reduced 500 something hours down to yeah, uh, one, uh, uh, 1 hour and 26 minutes. So of course there is an interpretation, but it comes in a later stage of the process. But one thing that we were very conscious about was that we we are seeing it's it's their images but we should also like those guys. So the first 20 minutes it is, that was the situation, they came to the camp, they couldn't go out but it was very important that we were showing them as ordinary guys. Lovely, funny, uh, That because there's also a lot of cliches with black men in Africa with lots of weapons and, and there's certain images that we also were Going against because we have seen those images so it was important for us which were true but also show them these are young men who have this as everyday life they have true they have family at home families at home but here they have a steady job where they can support their families So that was very important and there you can say that we have in some way not as as an individual character but as a group of people we have a development story from a happy young man who is saying oh uh, to his friend the girls love this guy. The normal self-joking in front of the camera in the beginning and in with a dead body where we see a young man taking his last breath or whatever it is. So of course there is built a development into to 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 this, this story that is Torsten and I who of course we are following the curve of of what happened, we are not lying around that, but the dosing and the pace and how much dead bodies can we take and all that, that is, of course, a very conscious act. It's not, even it has this very raw look, of course, in the editing, it's a control process where we also know what
0: we are doing. Yeah and I mean <clears throat> you you kind of you you know you 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 prepare the audience by with these chapter headings, which but, I, I really love how that's done. That they're uh, holding up the tape. Was that so with, I'm just this is kind of trivia, but was that recorded afterward or each like when they're holding up the tapes? So? No,
1: it, it was recorded uh, by then because oh, yeah. we needed some kind of logic, like a clapperboard, basically. In a way. <laughs> yes, and and were the missing tape, but it was quite late in our process that we found out that. That word was the little thing that gave a kind of... We had more or less the same structure. We needed some basic information yeah. once in a while. And we tried with uh, white text on black, now start a tag. There was small information, else it's just become chaos. And it took us out and we were... And it, it also took time for, for the audience. We had t- test screenings, or, which is very normal. It's not that people are telling us what we should do, but it's more do we tell what we think we do? Do we have the reaction of like, like we think we're doing? And it took time before people really entered the film. And we were also, asked, ah, should we cut down of this warm part and go to the more juicy stuff earlier, but then it would kill something. So it was quite late in our process. We suddenly, bang, yeah. that's, that's that's that little yeah.
0: uh, tool all. Yeah, it's a nice punctuation. In yeah. A way. yeah. And I mean, it's also... It, it, there's a certain absurdity to it because you know, it's like these are little home movies except these are the home movies of war, <laughs> wartime soldiers. Um, I mean, but uh, can you talk a bit about how you organized the footage in the first place, you know, because obviously about, you know, hundreds of hours. So.
1: Yeah, but, but with all, it's one of the things that have uh, come with the digitalization I'm so old, so when I started, we had reels of film that were, yeah, maximum 10 minutes on a reel or 12, and then you should change cassettes and, and things were more expensive and so on. But nowadays, the amounts of materials in, in film are growing. So 500 hours, it's big, but we on. done film with thousand fifteen hundred 1,500 hours material. And of course, how can you at all cope with so big amounts of material? And logging is the most important that you have some people to register what's on the tape. And here we had one of my former students to, out from some categories that I had set up, Are we at the front? Are we in the camp? Is it leisure time? Are there wounded dead? Uh, Performativity? Are they playing with the camera? All kind of... So first the material was a lot and then we were editing over a period, I think almost two years. But first we were working on with, also we didn't, we had problems in getting decent, qualified translation because we had Burundian, we had Arabic, we had Somalia, we had and to also Burundian to get a qualified check from Scandinavia, there's not that many Burundian up there So we started in making a a structure we knew quite early we have the frame of the arrival and the leaving. That's already a lot in a documentary film. You have a start and you have an ending. And we knew that the curve would go from a certain, from light to dark or from proud of being soldier, we are doing a good job with a good intention. Now we go to hopelessness of so we had that but we were only working with uh, the we had a couple of scenes with translated dialogue, but we were working with the images. And then we got uh, those translation, and then we were working much uh, again where we had the translation and we knew also where people were saying in different scenes and so on. And I think that's uh, how you start an editing process is of course also important of the result. And we started with the words and the logic it might have been another film yeah, I mean, instead here we start with the images and was very much how do they film what is the development in in the camera from being inside the camp looking out using zooms you are not allowed to go out but you zoom in at a girl or woman because of course it's young men what Are they interested? What should young men be interested in? It's, of course, girls. To that the camera towards the end is taking part. Of It's not only a voyeur looking out at this mysterious enemy out there. It's part of it. And it has, which is a culmination scene, it has to stop or not stop filming but has to help a wounded friend and this scene where the camera is running. So we built a, a development based on the visual first and then more the the, the words and the logical. And I, I think in... in, in overall where at least where I am in my development as an editor that we, we have a tendency to focus so much on the words and the plots and the action and the danger is that we forget what is the power of film it is all the things that is in between the words that is the real power it's in the subtext, it is in all those visual understanding. I think that we human being we are very intelligent in reading subtext, we think it is, we are communicating with words and it is what we are saying, but we all know from from real life, that it's not necessary what we are saying it is, we are assumed that we are seeing another human being, we start to read how do they look me in my eyes, what is their body language, all those things are part of human communication. But of course the problem in filmmaking, how do we talk about the things that is not in betre- uh, w- is in between the words. That is one of our dilemmas in filmmaking: that we only have <laughs> to <laughs> the words to talk about something that is not words. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, and I mean, some of the most powerful images are things that you have trouble putting into words. You know, like a, a dead body. Yeah. There's nothing you can say about it. It's just going to strike you yeah. immediately. Um, I, I'm, I'm also just wondering, you know, in the process of editing, in the process of putting together a film, uh, is, is it different for a director with a film like this? You know, because uh, we were talking earlier that, you know, he's not there, you know, <laughs> with them shooting things because he's not a soldier. Um, I mean, so what's the process like for you as an editor working with, with a director on, on this film? But,
1: but I would say in, in uh, of course, it's Torstein who had, initiated this project he had had a vision that is his that I find interesting and connecting with Uh, but I will say in in some ways in this what's making the editing process different it is that when a director have been on the shoot they have a lot of emotion around this, the, the, the shooting have it been a wonderful day where everybody loved each other or had it been raining all day it affects how you look at the material and there in this situation we were the same so I think it was a very interesting process because normally I would say in the process of filming often the director is a little behind the editor because they have certain expectations and dreams. They also have the dream of the film in in their head. It is what have made them fight in the rain. It is fight with producers, with commissioning editors. Often when they enter my editing room, they have had this film going on for many years. So there is also a transformation period from having A dream of a film to see what the material contains. And there Torsten and I we were more equal. equal And and so on. And then of course we have different that's a wonderful thing of being two and being an editor, it is that of course we have different strengths and weaknesses. And one of the things that Torsten was amazing in it and I think also it worked as very much as a photographer. It was the placement of the camera. Where and and in my editing I all the time because of course I'm a skilled editor and know how to create scenes. But every time I, I was getting seduced, ah, now we can go here and then we cut this out and bam, over there. Then he slapped me gently over my finger and reminded me that we should also create a style where the editing was hidden in a way. It's because instead of having, you know, where i make a scene with different as many different images and the angles are different and create a, a scene in cinematic language it was much more where we say it is this period of time chosen from the material and with camera movements and so on so the editing is much more moments of almost uncut material in some way. So it was very interesting, but of course I had to also work a little against what I have been doing for almost 40 years. And there you can be hard like a musician to say play out of tune, you know. That was okay. Yeah. So uh yeah, you
0: have to do something like Schoenberg or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean but it's I mean you're also a little bit constrained by the, the particular footage you have that the shot because it's not as if the soldiers were shooting for coverage. They weren't thinking like, okay, I got this angle, now I gotta get this angle so they can do a reverse shot or something.
1: No, but of course sometimes you could build, you could build scenes yourself yeah. around something or, or yeah, some of the what should I say <laughs> places, the hospital or this, where the the sick people, there were tons of material from different, from the two from different days that we could make scenes or the entrance, the the girls at the water tank, but all the time we are with the camera, we are in now, that was working.
0: I have to ask. I mean, since you watched all the footage and, and you kind of made certain progressions and different themes along the way, could you see the the soldiers getting better as cameramen? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, especially one of them. Mm-hmm. The other was race uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or he wasn't it. Necessary and will never be a good cameraman, <laughs> uh, you know. But, but that also had is yeah. its thing, yeah. it's, it's not cool. only beauty that is chilling most, and, and sometimes we can also hide behind the aesthetic and the beauty. Here, we went the other way around,
0: obviously. yeah. I mean, so you felt like they, the two of them had different different personalities or styles a bit as, as cameraman?
1: Yeah. But it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't something we were working on because in fact we had I think six images of the cameramen where they were filming themselves in the mirror or that where we saw it, like the opening shots. And of course in the beginning we were we were trying to to incorporate that in the material. Because and and this okay the are the people and person and so on. But very soon we found out that that was wrong because we couldn't really tell that story, and it was so. It was much better not to see them than than have very short because then suddenly we st- would start to get interested. Who are they? Right. What do you feel? You'd what miss, do miss you see? Yeah. And, and then yeah. we would. Yeah, we yeah. would have
0: other problems. You'd set yourself up for it to feel incomplete then somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we're sort of running out of time, but I, I want to take the opportunity to ask you a question about another movie you worked on, which probably many people in the audience have seen, um, but uh, the, the Act of Killing, mm-hmm. uh, which you were also an editor on that, and which is also, uh, you know, a, just a, a monumental work uh, in terms of the structure. Um, I, could could you talk a bit about what you learned while making that, or what, you know, just a bit about the editing process on that film? And you also did the look of science as well by, by the same director, Joshua Oppenheimer. I
1: I think what I think what is similar in both projects. It is, for me, two things that I, both of them, I didn't know how to do it. All my knowledge about, I never tried anything like that before. Uh, so, and I think that is, I think, especially when you reach my age. <laughs> I think it's very important that, that to revitalize yourself. You Come on, now I've edited so many years, now I should know how to make film. But I'm, I'm quite sure the day I say to myself now I know how to make film, I'm creatively dead. Then I probably can make a living and hide it. For a couple of years, but but I will not make something really interesting. Uh, the other thing is, of course, where it's parallel between the two film. It is that it's it's dealing with some very dark side of of us human beings, but I. Th- think and my hope is that both film also shows that the evil is part of us human being and that we are not going into the normal cliches of good guys, bad guys, wrong and right. Because, of course, part of storytelling and the tradition of storytelling it is somehow that we we tell stories to get wiser but the danger is also if we are repeating stories that is just telling stereotypes and we don't get wiser because there's two fixed images of good and bad, right and wrong and that is at least my hope in what I work with as an editor that and that's also why I start to get more and more skeptical about my own occupation as a storyteller. It is also because I see so many stories that is just confirming all kinds of idiotic prejudices about what human beings are. And I think we are much more complex, much more interesting in a lot of those narratives that we work with in, in, f- in, the f- in filmmaking. And I want to work on film which are expanding the way we are telling story, not just to be experimental, but to me, filmmaking. I, I make films because I want to get wiser on life. Film is just a tool, editing is just a tool for me to understand the world and us human beings better and of course myself why are we human beings? and and so that is uh, that is I think the most important thing for me as a editor to be part of a process where we understand us better and also have more nuances in in all the areas that exist between black and white because th- those areas I think that is what life is full of and then of course sometimes because this chaos is too big we need to say this is white, this is black but it is the other, it's all the nuances that is interesting to me. So,
0: Well I, I definitely think Mogadish soldier kept things complex. <laughs> okay, thank you, yeah. Well, thank you so much. okay.
1: Thank you.